Sounds like football, baby. <laughs> What's up, everybody? Welcome in to the Fantasy Football Smackdown. I'm your host, Kyle August. You can follow me on Twitter at KyleMonth8. And it's good to be back on this Thursday. Thursday Night Football, just about a little over an hour away from now. I'm getting you covered with all your start-sit questions for Week 6. So if you're watching on YouTube, then you must have those notifications turned on because we're just jumping on here. Uh, but if you have questions, drop them in the chat. We're going to sprinkle them throughout the show. If you're listening to this on the podcast, appreciate you tuning in. And uh, thanks for all the support. Thanks for being subscribed wherever you listen to podcasts. Uh, but you're missing out. Come join us live every Thursday night, 7 p.m. Eastern time, ahead of Thursday night football, taking your start set questions uh, and going through some of my favorite starts and sits of the week. Of course, if you're not subscribed on YouTube, then you're missing out on waiver wire sniping as well every Saturday morning. That uh, eight, 10 minute, 8 to 10 minute show drops YouTube only, covers the players that you need to add off the wire ahead of kickoff so that you're not scrambling to add them on the wire like everybody else, burning that fab, wasting that waiver priority. So uh, we got Nick in the chat. What's up, Nick? Thanks for jumping on here. Uh, but uh, yeah, this should be another good week of fantasy football. Of course, everybody is aware by now the bye weeks are here. So make sure you adjust for that. There's going to be – I looked at the running backs, man. It, I don't know what it is because Kamara is out. Yeah, we get that. And, you know, you got San Fran on by and the Jets uh, and the Falcons. But, man, I don't know. This seems just like there's a lot of players missing already, and this is just a light week, just four teams on by. So waiver wire sniping is going to help you out with that, get you ahead, make sure that you're ahead of the curve on the rest of your league because a lot of people, man, they're just sitting around, and then they look on Tuesday morning at that lineup to see, and then they got guys on by and they're missing out. So a waiver wire sniping, the guys you should need to add to tack onto the end of your bench uh, ahead of kickoff each week. Of course, we got that London kickoff as well this week. So a little PSA. If you guys are tuned in on things you know by now, but uh, just make sure you get those lineups set. I'm sure your commissioners will appreciate it, and so will you. So uh, as the questions come into the chat, I'll throw them up here. We'll get to as many as possible. Otherwise, I got a start and sit at each position. going to talk about those right now. So let's dive into it. Oh, yeah, and no Dallas today. He's been jumping on here the last few weeks, covered for me last week, uh, but he is uh, he's not here today. But we'll hopefully be back next week. Uh, we'll keep bringing on some guests here and there on Thursdays uh, to just add to the fun. But let's start with the quarterbacks. I'm going with my start this week. The dude was literally in the hospital on Sunday with a throat contusion or whatever, but I'm going Joe Burrow. Uh, he's been, he's been playing. Okay. He hasn't been a great, you know, fantasy stud. Um, but I think this week against the Detroit Lions is going to put up some pretty solid numbers. His, obviously his connection with Jamar chase has been off the charts already. Got T Higgins back last week, uh, after a couple week, uh, missing for injury, but Joe Burrow on the road against the Detroit Lions. The Lions have been pretty good against quarterback. They've given up the 11th, 11th fewest fantasy points position. Um, but uh, I think this week, with all his full complement of weapons against this Detroit Lions defense, I know they, they kept Kirk Cousins in check. I think Burrow is a solid start for me. He's QB 11, so I'm playing him over guys like Ryan Tannehill, uh, Kirk Cousins, and even uh, Taylor Heineke, who has a great matchup against 
the Kansas City Chiefs. So Heineke is somebody that you might have uh, been rolling the last few weeks. I'm going to go with Joe Burrow this week. I think he's a solid start and somebody that you can trust uh, and take a look at Cincinnati's schedule. Uh, they get at Baltimore, at the Jets the next two weeks. I know it's three road games, so I feel pretty good about those matchups as well. So if he's a guy that you're uh, was sitting on your wire, wire you're looking to stream maybe this week, I think you can get multiple weeks out of him. My sit of the week at quarterback is going to be Derek Carr. He has a really, really tough matchup against Denver. Uh, I don't think we need to overthink this one. Uh, Denver has only given up five passing touchdowns on the entire season. No, nope. uh, The only quarterback that scored more than 20 fantasy points against the Denver Broncos uh, in four-point per passing touchdown is Daniel Jones, and he needed a rushing touchdown for that. So um, I, I think Derek Carr is somebody that is, you know, is probably going to put up you know, 230, 240, and one. Um, if he gets that second touchdown, I think he'll be lucky. This is a great Denver defense, and obviously lots going on uh, in Vegas these days. So I think Derek Carr kind of stays back uh, on the ground here after a disappointing week last week. I think that continues in week six. So I'm sitting Derek Carr. I would start Carson Wentz. He's 32% owned. Uh, Heineke is 24% owned. I'd start both those guys, stream him over Derek Carr. I'd even start Big Ben against the Seahawks at home. Um, even without Judas Schuster. So I'm um, starting Joe Burrow, sitting Derek Carr. Got some questions in the chat. So we're going to roll these up. Steve, uh, he's got a question. This is uh, got for tonight, man. So we got Gio or Chris Evans for a swing for the fences flex flyer. Ooh, yeah, that one's that one's tough. Um, I'm going to go with, I'm going to go, I'm going to go with Gio. I think even last week with limited touches for, well, I take that back because we have Samanjay P. Ryan on the COVID list. If you're swinging for the fences, I'm going to go with Chris Evans. Um, I know he didn't get a lot. Of, he didn't get much work last week at all. Mixon was a limited participant on Wednesday. D DNP on Thursday. That's the wrong way, obviously, uh, if you're counting on Joe Mixon this week. Samanjay P. Ryan's been on the COVID list. Now, if he if he's activated and Mixon is you know not an injury concern, you might be out of luck. And obviously, you got to make the call on Geo tonight. Um, but I think if you're swinging for the fences, it's Chris Evans. I don't expect... Tampa Bay to be playing from behind against Philadelphia tonight. And that's the only time you're going to see Gio Bernard on the field for the Bucks. The only time he's been relevant is in that game where they were playing catch up and playing from behind. And he put up a monster game against the Rams late. So if you're swinging for the fences, I'm going to go with Chris Evans, but that one's tough, man. I I'd be, <laughs> I would be searching the wire really hard to see, but I get it. If a lot of you guys are in some deeper leagues, hard to find those types of fill in players. Um, so I'd go with Evans, but, uh, Man, that's pretty. That's pretty nasty. But uh, best of luck to you, bro. If you if you have any other players uh, that are on the wire, you want to throw in the chat, let me hear them. We got Darren here. Appreciate it, bro. Thanks for coming on uh, and hanging out with us. Any tight ends you would grab off the wire to start over Hawkinson this week? Hawkinson's been dealing with the injury. Was back at practice in some capacity on Thursday. Tight ends, obviously, wasteland um, right now. There are some decent streamers this week. But Hawkinson against the Bengals, I'm still going to play Hawkinson as long as he, if he's out there, he's in my lineup. Um, and tight end is kind of tough like that. If you have one of those top six, seven guys, you pretty much have to roll them. Um, if you do want to try to get away from him just because the injury uh, question mark, I know last week he was pretty disappointing. Uh, I would go, you know, we have Ricky Seals Jones against Kansas City. I expect that to be a shootout, and I do not expect Curtis Samuel to play. So there's just guys that, you know, less bodies there right now for uh, the football team. Uh, so I'd roll with him. He is 21% owned. He'd be the top line my list. And Dan Arnold would be another one. Um, uh, the Jacksonville game uh, against Miami in London. Dan Arnold's only 8% owned. So I'd take a look at those two guys if you're looking to, uh, you know, that could be on the wire that you could play over Hawkinson if you just want to avoid the uh, the injury there with Hawk, which 
was clearly disappointing last week. But again, if he's active, he's in my lineup. He's just one of those guys. Um, and it's a tight end position. So hopefully that helps, Darren. I uh, appreciate the question. Appreciate you guys in here. If you're just joining me now on the show, if you have any questions, drop them in the chat and I'll get to them. Uh, already covered the quarterback start and sit. Let's move on to the running backs this week. Uh, news came out late Thursday that Damian Williams for the Chicago Bears uh, is put was placed on the COVID list. Now, obviously, that being done on Thursday, it's going to be really, really tough. I believe even if players are vaccinated, they need two negative tests back-to-back um, days. So it's pretty unlikely he's going to play. Um, so I'm going to go with Khalil Herbert, uh, who's the last man standing for the Chicago Bears, going up against the Green Bay Packers this week. Herbert split the carries pretty evenly, actually exactly evenly, with Williams last week. Now, Williams had three targets to Herbert's zero, but I think this is a guy that you can trust in a week, especially with a few teams on by uh, and some guys banged up. Uh, this is a guy that I'm going to play as a top 24 running back this week, believe it or not. That's the joy of fantasy football sometimes. So I'm going to play Herbert over Miles Gaskin, who finally hit Pater and finally was relevant last week. I'm going to play over him. I'm play him over Damien Harris, uh, who's looking like he's going to suit up for the Patriots against the Cowboys. I play him over Josh Jacobs. Um, I play him and I play him over Daryl Williams, who was the other waiver wire running back this week. Uh, so I'm, I'm going to go with Herbert. Um, as far as over all those guys, again, he's he's right around 20th for me in my running back rankings. So um, I think you can go ahead and roll him. Uh, even if Williams is, if Damian Williams is active, which I doubt is going to happen, Herbert could be a des- you know a, a desperation type flex uh, as you know some deeper leagues. But I think without Damian Williams there, Herbert's just literally the last last guy there. My sit of the week at running back uh, is going to be Devontae Booker, uh, the other waiver wire wonder this week. I don't like the matchup, man, against the Rams. Um, they've been mid, they're mid pack on the season. It's been kind of boom bust for them. They gave up a decent game to David Montgomery. Chase Edmonds had a long run against them, but uh, you know, Booker is going up against this Rams defense that held Jonathan, uh, Jonathan Taylor, Alex Collins, and James Conner, who all had 15 or more carries held them to 51 or let or fewer rushing yards. Not to mention you have Dan, Dan Jones kind of banged up. You have these receivers hopefully working their way back, but not at full strength. I just I don't like the setup for Booker. He's just not somebody that I was spending a lot of fab on on Tuesday uh, on the, off the wire. So he's an okay flex if you need. Uh, but I would play both Arizona Cardinals running backs over him, Alex Collins, and I'd start JD McKissick too, especially in P, especially in PPR. But even in half, I'm going to roll McKissick. So uh, Booker's a guy that I know people are pretty high on just because you know he's the new new hotness this week. But I just don't know if I trust this guy in a tougher matchup. So I'm going to start Herbert and sit Booker. Who would have guessed these are names we're talking about here in week six already? We're not even that far into the season. Uh, Before we move on to the wide receivers, David's got a question here. Appreciate you jumping on here, bro. Uh, We got Everett or Uzama or Gainwell in PPR tight end premium. Uh, I like like the script for Gainwell tonight. I know he didn't get a lot of targets last week. If you're listening to this on a podcast, you're going to know whether I'm right or wrong uh, pretty easily. I know it's tight end premium, uh, but Uzama really just had the one game. He's just not a guy that I trust. Everett has Geno Smith under center. So I'm looking to, I'm downgrading all the Seahawks across the board. And Everett hasn't been a guy that has broken out as much as fancy owners would like. You know, we've been desperate for those fringe tight ends to, to make that jump. And we've seen it with Schultz and, uh, and Dawson Knox, but Everett just hasn't got there yet. So even in tight end premium, it is PPR. So I'm going to lean Gainwell. I would not be surprised to see him get a pretty decent workload uh, tonight against Tampa. That game script should help him. So fingers crossed. I'm starting game one, a couple spots as well. So best of luck. Appreciate the question, David. Uh, we got JAC uh, jumping on here. Start hurts tonight or Herbert against the Ravens. Uh, 
those are two really good options. <laughs> Obviously, Hertz has been solid. He's been a top 12 quarterback, I believe, every single week. He has a great matchup this week against Tampa Bay. Um, but I'm not sitting Justin Herbert. Uh, he obviously is coming off a monster game. This Ravens defense gave up a pretty nice performance to Carson Wentz. They're coming off that mon- uh, that Monday night game. I'm going to go with Herbert still. Uh, it is close. You have an embarrassment of riches there, my friend, uh, to have those two quarterbacks. I know that I've seen Hertz ranked over him, uh, ranked over Herbert in most places, but I'm going to stick with Herbert just because I think he has more upside. I think Hertz is just a guy that's been extremely solid. He's a QB one for sure, but I just think he, it just doesn't have as much upside, even in this matchup against Tampa tonight. So I'm going to go with Herbert. Um, but, uh, they're definitely closer this week, even than normal, uh, based off of that. So hopefully that helps, man. Appreciate the question. Um, all right. Uh, David chimes in here. Give a little context here. Philly cannot run against Tampa. So Gainwell was the plan. I agree. Uh, I agree. I do not expect Miles Sanders to do much tonight. He is completely and utterly buried. And I think that shapes up well for Gainwell, man. So, uh, as far as ever to or Gainwell, I think Gainwell's our play. Good luck, bro. Let me know how it goes. Um, all right. Wide receivers. Here we go. Uh, start of the week. I never, this is, I mentioned earlier, Herbert and Booker. I mean, my God, we're talking about these guys. Uh, not even halfway through the regular fantasy regular season here. Um, I get it that the matchup is tough, but there is no way I'm sitting AJ Brown. I'm sorry. Uh, I've seen this dude outside the top 20 in a lot of places. Uh, I've seen some start sit polls with this guy with some names. that is just unbelievable how much he's getting buried. I know he was disappointing last week, first week off the injury, but he practiced last week pretty much in full, made it back. Now he's back for this game. It's going to be Sunday night against the Bills. Don't get me wrong. The Bills, they've been good, especially against wide receivers. They shut them down. Tyreek Hill just one week ago, but it's been consistent. The Bills have given up the fewest fantasy points to the position on the year. Um, that includes just two receiving touchdowns on the entire season so far. So five weeks in, just two receiving touchdowns. But they've also played the course of Ben Roethlisberger in week one. They played the Miami Dolphins, Washington football team, and Houston. That was before, obviously, Kansas City last week. So I'm not saying this isn't a tough matchup. But it's A.J. Brown, bro. I'm not benching this guy. Um, you know, I, I know he's gotten off to a rough start, but I think better days ahead for this guy. I think two weeks off the injury should help him as well. I have him as my wide receiver 10 this week. Devontae Adams, Tyreek Hill, if healthy. Stephon Diggs, Cooper Cup, Hopkins, if healthy. Jefferson, McLaurin, Jamar Chase, and Keenan Allen. That's the list. Those are the guys I'm starting over A.J. Brown this week. So I'm rolling him out there. I'm not. I'm not shying away from that. Uh, also too, this is a game, man. We're having fun. Can you, can you imagine watching that game on Sunday night and getting, and and watching AJ Brown go off? I mean, yeah, it's frustrating when your players stink, but I don't, I think it stings just a little bit more when you bench a stud and he makes you pay. So that's just me, man. That, that is completely on that. That shouldn't be considered analysis in any way, but I'm just going to add that little caveat. I have AJ Brown, a bunch of spots. He's in my lineup in every single one of them. Um, so if you have those nine wide receivers and you have three of them, play those guys and, and feel thrilled. But I'm starting A.J. Brown, top 12 wide receiver for me. My set of the week at wide receiver is Tyler Lockett. Uh, he went from, he went from you know, kind of low end one, high end two with Russell Wilson to and with Geno Smith. In my opinion, he's a flex. Um, now, we saw Smith come on. He threw a touchdown pass. That's great. And Lockett's obviously a great talent. But I obviously don't love the idea of starting a quarterback with G, starting wide receiver with Geno Smith at quarterback um, in week six here. So I'm gonna I want to see it a little bit. Uh, I understand it might be hard to bench lock it, um, but the Seahawks are at Pittsburgh. I would play Michael Pittman, Adam Thielen, 
T. Higgins, Tyler Boyd, both Bengals wide receivers. And uh, Allen Robinson, if he's healthy, I know he's been disappointing this year. But I'm going to play all those guys over Lockett, and all of those guys are un- are have been ranked under Tyler Lockett at Fantasy Pros consensus right now. So, again, I think for Lockett, uh, I have him at 33 in my rankings. So, uh, he's a little bit lower this week. I know the Pittsburgh defense has been pretty bad against receivers, but it's Geno freaking Smith. Um, so, if I get burned on this one, We'll see. I hate Ben against good players. <laughs> I'd rather tell you to sit the shit, guys, but uh, I'm going to sit Tyler Lockett this week if I can. All right, before we jump into everyone's favorite position, the tight end, of course. Darren's back here. We got Titans D or the Browns. Now, you guys always come at me with these DST questions, um, and I think I'm only I'm down to like two leagues out of like 20-something that play with DSTs, but I try to keep up with it just for you guys. Um, so we got, the, we got the Browns this week going up against the Cardinals. That's going to be tough. Uh, and then you got the Titans this week going up against Buffalo. I honestly don't know if you could pick two worst teams to play there, Darren. Um, so, man, that's pretty bad. Uh, let's take a look at the wire real quick. You let me know if these guys are in your league. Um, I'm going all the way to the end here. Oh, man. Uh, over on Yahoo. Shoot. Uh, Vegas versus Denver is 16% owned. Miami is 30% owned. They get Jacksonville. You're really, really stuck there. I almost play Atlanta. Just play the team on Biden, not to take a zero. Um, that one's really tough, man. Um, if I had to, if I had to pick between those two, I'd go with the Browns. Um, they are, I believe they're at home. Double checking for you, uh, Cleveland. Yeah, they're at home. So there you go. I don't want to play anybody against the bill, the Bills right now. So may, hopefully, there's better options. Double check that wire, bro. All right. Oof, I am not going to try to pronounce your name, bro. Extremely sorry. I'm horrible with names, so it's no offense, bro, but I'm going to go JP here. Uh, should I trade away Chenault for Gronk? Chenault is on my bench. My tight end right now is Hawkinson, PPR. Um, personally, I think better days ahead for Chenault. Um, you have Hawkinson, who's solid. Uh, I know he's banged up right now. So is Gronk. Um, and while Gronk was obviously a touchdown monster, I don't anticipate him to be a high target guy, especially when you look at those other receivers on that team. So I, I'd stay the course with, course with Chenault for right now. I know he just had the one catch last week, but dude, the kid's explosive. I think he'll work his way into, into more work. Um, they'll throw the ball more there um, throughout the season. So I'm going to stick with Chenault uh, for right now. Um, I, I bet you could probably see it through this week. And even if he has a disappointing week this week, you might still be able to get uh, Gronk off that guy's hands, but you could see it one more week, but that's the route I would go. I'd probably stick with Chenault. I'm also not a big fan of holding two tight ends, especially when one of them is TJ Hawkinson. Um, so that's right. I would go, man. All right. Um, let me see here. We got, this one's a little bit of a long one, but JAC is back. Um, he said, I received a trade offer offering me hunt for Hertz. Uh, no brainer. I'm reluctant only because having two great quarterbacks allows me to start based on the matchup. So totally get that, man. Um, uh, I, I love, I don't think I'm of the opinion. You can never have enough running backs. Um, you're not only are bye weeks obviously here and hot and heavy, but injuries every single week, man. So, uh, I get it. Having the two elite quarterbacks gives you that advantage that to play the matchup, but when one of them's Herbert, I think you're good to go, man. I, I think you can trade Hertz and just get hunt for him. Honestly, I think that's a great offer, um, for you. Uh, so I would take the running back there and feel pretty good about having additional depth at the more, uh, the tougher position. Uh, I don't know what your waiver wire looks like, but. Um, I bet you could still add another QB when needed when Herbert's on by um, taking a quick look here. Uh, the chargers, they have a buy in week seven. So uh, keep an eye on that. 
Uh, you're gonna that means you're gonna if you trade Hurts, you're gonna need an instant replacement for Herbert next week. So uh, just be aware of that. But uh, yeah, man, I, I'm gonna take the running back depth if I can get that, and I think that's a great offer. In one QB leagues, it's really hard to move quarterbacks um, most of the time. So I think that's a good one. All right, tight end. Uh, if you guys have questions as we wrap this thing up, get them in the chat. Uh, but uh, tight end start and sit. My tight end start this week, he was mentioned on the Thursday show as a pickup, somebody you could stream. And for me, he is top 12 this week. It's Ricky Seals-Jones back from the dead. This is a boy, if you've been listening to me for a long time, I was hyping this dude when he was on the Cardinals. He sucked. But now he's back. Uh, and he's in Washington. And Logan Thomas is still out. Obviously, he's on IR. So this is a matchup for the Washington football team against Kansas City. They're going to have to keep up with this Chiefs offense. And that Chiefs defense is hot garbage. So with Curtis Samuel dinged up, uh, they got Brown still on the mend. They don't really have a lot of targets there. So I like McLaurin, obviously, this week. I think it's going to be a bomb I, uh, as far as going off, man. I think he's going to be solid. Uh, McKissick, I think, is solid. Uh, play this week, especially in PPR. But RSJ, if you need a tight end streamer this week, if you had Ky- if you have Kyle Pitts, um, this your guy. He's 21% owned in Yahoo League, so he still might be available. 13 targets in the last two games, including nine last week. I know it wasn't a high number of catches, but this is my guy this week. I'd stream over Arnold. I'd start him over Conklin and Evan Ingram. Uh, and I'd also play him over uh, Tunyon, obviously. I'd play him over both of the Patriots tight ends uh, this week as well. Um, if you have Zach Ertz, I'd play Zach Ertz tonight over him. Again, podcast. Hindsight's undefeated, so you, you might know how that one worked out. But I think RSJ is going to be a solid play this week for you guys. Sit of the week is Jared Cook. He had, I believe he only had the one catch last week. It was late in that game. Parham's getting a lot of looks, especially down around the red zone. Um, so I know Cook is coming out. You know, he's two games removed from a really solid performance. Uh, but this week against the Ravens, I just think that uh, he's he's not a guy that I'm looking to start. He's in a consensus top 12 over at Fantasy Pros. If Mike Williams is out, uh, then that maybe gives him a little bit of a bump. But I would start Dan Arnold over him straight up, regardless of Williams' status. Um, and if Williams is in, I would take the shot on David Njoku. I know I kind of crapped on him. He's not really a guy I want to go after or play because I feel like I'm chasing the points. Um, but the way that team is shaping up right now, they're throwing a lot to the tight end. He gets the Cardinals. Uh, the Browns do. They're going to have to be chasing. So I'd even I'd even throw the dart at Njoku. I think he could get you three catches at least. I'm not sure if Cook can even get you there right now. So uh, my sit of the week is Jared Cook. So my start at tight end is Ricky Seals Jones. Sit is Jared Cook. Uh, Darren's back. We got another question. Going to hang out here for another minute or two. We got another couple questions in here, so I'm going to keep rolling. Um, as long as you guys bring them, I will answer them here. Uh, Darren says, "Oh man, we got Robbie Anderson, Zach Pascal, or Donovan Peoples Jones." Man, this is the hard hitting questions that I love that you guys bring uh, because this is the scrap heap uh, decision right here. I'm hoping that these guys are just players that you're forced to play because of bye weeks or you're in a super deep league. Uh, I can't play Donovan Peoples Jones, man. I this is a guy that I wa- I watch intently because I add him on a couple leagues, especially Dynasty. He's super young. You know, there's two older guys that might be on the way out. Um, but no, nah, man. I, I think I think you got to play Anderson. I think he's the best wide receiver of this bunch. Um, Carolina, double check in here just so I make, don't mix it up. They're at Minnesota um, this week. I don't love that's not a phenomenal matchup, um, but I do like what Robbie's been getting compared to Marshall. There in Carolina, I think he's a little. He's been a little bit more favored as far as targets go. Better day for Anderson than last week, I think. And Pascal, he's he's just kind of a touchdown or bust type guy. But T.Y. Hilton's still out. I know Pittman had a big game last week, but it's a great matchup for him. They should be able to do whatever they want against the Texans. So I'm going to go with Anderson and Pascal there. Um, 
D, uh, man, Donovan Peoples-Jones, just, uh, yeah, I wish he was a thing, but I'm going to pass on him this week. And we got Garrett. This one's for, this one's coming tonight. Oh, man, he's he's playing. He's playing with me here because I love my boy. This is T. Higgins involved in this one, but st- uh, standard flex start Devonta Smith, who's who's going tonight for the Eagles, or T. Higgins. I love, I love T. Higgins. I hope better days ahead. I'm rolling Smith, man. I think he's going to have a really, really solid night tonight. Um, he's been he's been really good at his rookie campaign through the first five weeks. Uh, and this is a game they're going to be playing from behind. The game script should favor him this week. Since uh, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if they get up on De- on Detroit and kind of put that one away. Um, so I, hopefully that results in Higgins getting some points. I like Higgins this week as a as like a as a flex, but I think Smith's a low end too. So uh, Garrett, that's where I would go, man. I'd go Smith, get him in your lineup for tonight, and uh, fingers crossed. That hits right away, and you're feeling good. Nothing's better than big points on Thursday night as you're looking at that matchup all weekend, feeling that you already got an advantage. So I think that about wraps this up, so I'll sign off here. If you get any questions, I'll jump on here at the end. But I uh, just want to remind you guys, appreciate you tuning into this show, 7 p.m. Eastern time every Thursday night here live on the Warzone YouTube channel, uh, taking all your questions, giving you my favorite starts and sits. Have a guest here once in a while as well. Uh, every Saturday morning on the U- on the YouTube channel, waiver wire sniping, covering the players that you can tack on at the end of your bench for free, so that you're ahead of the waiver wire for the following week. I've had some really solid hits there. That when when it hits, man, you feel good. You feel like you didn't have to chase these guys down. And uh, you know when those players are appearing everywhere now, everyone can get information. Nothing's hidden anymore. So this is a strategy that gets you ahead of the game. And I believe Memphis is going to be back this week with uh, Sunday school with Memphis. I'm going to try to jump on there as well. Got the London game early, so we'll see. Maybe we'll be watching some football together, um, but uh, stay tuned for that. Obviously, subscribe if you're listening to this on the podcast and you're not already. Subscribe, rate, and review the show. Follow me on Twitter at KyleMonth8. Hit me with any of your start-sit questions there as well or throughout the weekend if you have them. Till then, boys, appreciate you tuning into the show. I'll be back Saturday with waiver Wire Sniping. And then, of course, hopefully you guys all pick up a dub in Week 6 and be back on next Tuesday with waiver wire heading into week seven. So until then you boys take it easy, have a good Thursday night. We'll catch you later. See ya.